Jennifer. Hi, Richard. How are you? Good I to am. See Thank you. Guess what it is today? Earth it's my, Day. It's Earth Day, and it's also my mother's birthday. Of course, it's your mother's birthday. Would you please give us give her our best wishes? I will. Uh, I will. I'm super excited. I got my second shot today, and excellent. Moderna, and I get to see my mom for the first time since COVID. Oh, that's so cool. What are you guys going to do? Have a little birthday, whooping it up, drinking and everything else. Just kidding. Mormon family. Um, <laughs> going, going to just go out and see You're her. You're going to have marshmallows and jello, right? Pretty much. <laughs> I know. I've been to Salt Lake. A lot of marshmallows and jello. I don't know what that's about. It's so funny because somebody told me today, they're like, okay, because everybody thinks I'm from Utah. And I'm like, Jen, that's like, it's like meeting somebody that's Catholic or just meeting somebody that's Irish that's not Catholic. It's just Right, weird. or Rome. They're from right? Rome. Yeah. Like you're the, you're the only one that's, you know, you're one of seven children. Your parents were married for almost 50 years. Right. You know, blah, blah, blah. Your dad it's happened funny. to be a bishop. My dad is, I wonder if he's still a bishop. Maybe we should ask him about that. We should. But, why, why don't we, Jim? I mean, what the heck? We'll just jump in there. Jim, are you still a bishop on the flip <laughs> he side? He went like this, which he, when he's thinking, he usually goes like this with his chin. Um, hi, Dad. Hold on. I know. He just told me, he goes, you cleaned it. I did clean it yesterday. My Oh, the so, ring. Yeah, his ring. Yeah. My dad's ring. Your good luck ring. Don't show it to people. They're going to tackle you for it Get out me? in the street. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, well, Jim is going to be there to stop them. So. Right. He'll tell me about it, he says. Or I'll know about it before it happens. <laughs> um, hold on. We were asking him a question about... Is he a bishop? Or is he a knight? He says he's a lot of things, including a bishop up there. That's pretty cool. Oh. Huh. He goes, you take it with you, just like I was a triathlete. He showed me being a triathlete here. You know, I'll still be a triathlete up there. I've tried athletics. I just have never gotten anywhere with them. <laughs> you, wrestled Sorry. Them, you wrestled them to the ground. Okay. Yes. Good it's a Well, it's a fascinating uh, concept, Jim, which is you have your life's work here people ask all the time and so once you get over to the other side you know do you drop it all like props on a stage or how does that work he just showed me like a consciousness that just zoomed out of the way like it just became all your knowledge here goes back to your soul like a river kind of flows back into right. the, where, where you came from. He showed me the library where you take, like triathlete, <laughs> take it out. Right. You, know, fish up, you take it out. And all the stories that involve all the knowledge just kind of like, he just showed me like appears out of the book, it's the Akashic Records, right, Doug? Yeah, and then he showed me the teacher, that little god, remember? Yes, the librarian. The librarian that looked like a leprechaun, or Danny DeVito. It was, it was some yeah, something like that. It. Sorry, and I'm nothing against. Like, please don't be offended that I said that. Small people. Like, that's just what I was. <clears throat> well, for people to catch them up to speed, some years ago when uh, we were talking to your dad, 
And we went on a trip with them and we went to visit a classroom with them. It was mind bending, deep space. But it, we also went into a library and we talked about each person has their own volume or volumes of their lifetimes. You can access them. Everybody sees them differently. Some see them as books, some see them as scrolls, some see them as like virtual realities. But in this case, I asked him to take out your book, to open it up to a passage that Jennifer wasn't aware of, but that he was. And he re and you recalled, you should put it in your mind, uh, when you were a little tiny baby and you know you had gotten sick in a car, I think, something like that. But the idea of him being able to reach in and take something out of your Akashic library, the idea being that anybody then ostensibly could do that if you if you had the ability to do so, you could go to somebody else's library and ask, can I see this incident? Is well, that it's right? Yes, but he also showed me he, you can ask for it. So, ouch, my arm, sorry. I'm saying sorry to myself. Sorry, arm. Um, show me again, hold on. He said, if we ask for it, I mean, he just showed me going up and then grabbing it and bringing it back down and putting it into our minds. Okay, huh. and that's, a, and so, you know, I, when we first heard about Akashic, look, the word Akashic in Sanskrit means invisible or energetic. It's just a term that people use to refer to these libraries. And, you know, there's people out there who act like nobody else has access but them. But what Jim had shown us and what I thought was very powerful to hear was that we all have access to this library. And further, that our librarian, the guy that we talked to on more than one occasion, and I've spoken with him with other people who don't know Jennifer, who said, there's a guy here. He looks like, you know, a librarian or he had to self-identifies as such. And I've interviewed him. Okay, so as you're talking, of course, I'm asking a ton of questions to the sure. other side. So I asked him, like, so do I, do you guys go get the Akashic Records when I have people in front of me? Because I get past, present, future, right, from people. And he says, no. And he showed me that I show a past, like I have a past that allows me to go, go back and forth from the library to access information. And everybody has a pass to their own. Oh, like a library card. Like a library card. I'm just laughing because, of course, when my daughter got in trouble, I took her library card away. She's like, really, mom? Really? You're taking my library? I'm like, that's what hurts you worse. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to get a new one. Anyway, my dad had to remind me of that, which was kind of funny. Who knew? Um, okay, so I just wanted to ask one more question. You just have to ask. That's interesting. Like I ask permission to read people or they give me permission to read them. I don't go around reading people. You yeah. know, that's uh, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so, and that's what he's talking about when you have to ask, like you just, you know, that's interesting. Oh, it's like holding up your library pass. May I have permission to Correct. your records? Wow. Right. That's pretty that's, cool. That's pretty unusual. And what a, what a yeah. wonderful image to have. I always like to start our conversations with your dad because it, it really helps you connect almost like a key turning the engine. It's so weird though. I don't feel that in sync any other time than when I'm talking to you. It's just the weirdest thing. Something about our classroom repartee, our classroom. And, and that will lead us to our 
moderator of our class on the flip side. Luana. Luana. And <clears throat> I would like to say that uh, somebody came forward last night to tell me that we we're going to have a conversation. But as I woke up, I went, who, who was this? And I didn't get a, a name. And I was kind of like, well, Lou, aren't you going to tell me who this is? And the answer was, don't worry about it. Just, just be, just go and do your work with Jennifer and we'll do the rest. So she has some people on her list there. If she could, VIP list, take a look. Who wants to show up today? I know that there's a bunch of people in order, but who's the, uh, who's the one with the elbows, elbowing his or her way? elbow, but I felt, and maybe because you mentioned Elvis. Did you mention Elvis earlier? Uh, no, uh, I, I did not, but let's, let's, um, Elvis is always welcome. We've had a couple of conversations with him, but I do want to ask him, I want to ask Luana, there's a friend of hers that recently departed the planet. And Did she live on the East Coast and have a scarf and a convertible? Uh, who? The person that I'm thinking of? Audrey, Audrey Hep I know Audrey Hepburn has been gone. Is there an Audrey or someone like Audrey Hepburn, Hepburn excuse me, because either it's really Audrey Hepburn that wants to talk to you that, and I know that's not what who you were thinking about. I know that that's why I kept going back. It's not. Listen, you and I know each other well enough never to judge who comes through. And, and the, the person I was thinking of may be related to that. But I was thinking about Audrey the other day. And I literally was having a conversation in my head about Audrey the other day. And it was mainly because I saw her in a movie from a long time ago. It'll come to me in a second. And I was remembering oh. that I had seen her one day in uh, the, at the Art Institute in Chicago. And I remember thinking to myself, that woman is glowing. Oh, don't say anything. Don't say okay. anything else. The only reason why is because let her tell me. Because she's, okay. she's well, like, like this. She's like, she put her hand up. Stop it, Richard. Stop it. <laughs> Go ahead, Audrey, she, please. You so have it was the floor. It was, I'm always, by the way, I have nothing on my clipboard that's the only, there's nothing. As people know, to this day, Every Thursday, we're like, hey, are we seeing each other? Yeah, yeah right. That's as much yeah, as we do. That's as much as we do. And, okay, so back to Audrey. It was fascinating because I knew you, there was a list, but she, for her to come, I love her so much. And so I'm still shocked that you actually were talking to her, but it doesn't shock me, of course. Um, she wanted you to know that that conversation was true. She also... She was, okay, she's showing me you in a convertible <laughs> riding around, and I don't know why I felt Hyra possibly around you um, at the time. And I feel the wind in your hair. This is you. I feel the wind in your hair, and you were looking up at a billboard. And I want to say 1968? Where? Hold on. Oh. 1982 or around 1982 around okay, that time? okay well here's the thing this is why jennifer and i work so well together um the idea first of all when you say audrey's here what what comes to mind is it her from a particular 
movie still or is it from a particular movie or a thought of a movie she's giving me breakfast at tiffany's but it okay. could be my lack of knowledge of all the movies she's done no no that's fine i was seeing her in my fair lady okay a film that was made in the 1960s uh 1968 possibly uh, possibly and she was fantastic in it and and it was a, you know the thought was julie andrews had done the, the part on broadway and was fantastic and it should could have signed but she went off and did mary poppins the same year i think it was 69 so she made it in 68 correct so and i was just thinking wow she's so uh there's something about her the quality and then i was thinking and this is what i want to ask her about you served as a partisan in world war ii would you show jennifer what that's about because i know jennifer doesn't know that I think you don't know. I don't know, but she, I don't know. I saw Marilyn. I saw them. I know that she entertained the troops, but she's at, like, there's something, I'm not saying that that's it. She was showing me Marilyn, entertaining the troops. Did she help the vets in some way get well, in terms of helping the troops, that she might have been part of the USO, I don't know. But her, her life up until the age of 19 was in, I think it was in Belgium. It, it might somewhere in the East, Eastern Europe. And she was fighting against the Nazis as an actual soldier. And that's what I want her to show to you. What was that like? Or was that a, you know, can, you know, inflated idea or memory. No. People talked about you. Well, she, she she gives me the impression of feeling like Joan Navarre. So, but and I'm then, in terms of war. Were you in around? Terms of war. People got she killed. She said she was around a medical tent. Okay. Like, more like a medical tent, and then she said that the suffering she saw determined what she was going to do the rest of her life. And so you, once you be, and I know somebody's, you know, found you in Europe and they put you in a movie with Gregory Peck. Anyway, you know, just your history and your story. I'm sort of aware of it. And that idea that you would present yourself as different people. And okay, you, I'm a little bit starstruck right now. Like this is like a dream <laughs> for me. Sorry. And I know we have a very amazing class, but like my heart is racing and I'm like, I haven't been this way. I mean, I talked, I have clients that are from Hollywood, very successful, very well-known clients, but I'm like such an awe, like I don't want to mess this up. And my heart is just racing from just the love that I have for her and what I feel and what I've learned from her over the years. Just not learn, but just learn about her compassion. When you think of Audrey Hepburn, you think of compassion for in so much for animals for human rights for everything so is that where that came from was it your experience in world war ii as a young as a young woman she says part of it but early before that even it came from early on when they would hunt or when she was around people that would hunt animals i never understood it it always broke my heart there was something about that aspect of it and how even the animals were going hungry, like animals that went hungry. Um, May I ask you some of the- says, And then she says war just took it to another level. She's with somebody that has elephants. And I, our photographer friend, 
your oh. photographer friend. Wow, that's interesting. Peter Beard, is that who she means? Yeah. Okay, very good. Did she know Peter in life? It's very possible. Well, I was, yes. Very possible. When he first started, or like, I don't, I'm not sure, but it feels like, hold on, she did. Very good, and it makes sense. I mean, she, for you, for her to say, she knows your friend who knew elephants, that's only one person. That was Peter Beard, and I, we knew Peter. And uh, people don't, aren't aware that we had a conversation with uh, a member of Peter's family once he disappeared, so we yeah. could try to help them find him. And mm -hmm. there were a number of things that he confirmed on the flip side. So Audrey, can I ask you some of the questions I ask everybody? Yes. Just, so, so who was there to greet you when you crossed over? I know you grew up in direct. She's funny because she's making fun of like the green screen having, <laughs> she's in a director's chair, you're over in the director's chair and you guys are conversing with like a green screen in the background. I just find that hilarious because oh, beautiful. Between, the, between the different dimensions, I haven't seen that, but that's what it feels like. And there's people like interpreters, myself on one side, and then she has Luana on her side. Very good. It's, it's interesting. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Sure. No, no, please. And so I, I think you passed away in Switzerland. So when you crossed over, who was there to greet you? She's showing me giraffes. So some of the animals that you saved or animals that you met? All the animals. All the ones that I knew I didn't know. She's like, she's making me hear like all their noises. Like it was like a, if you were listening to the most amazing orchestra, like a lullaby of just all the animals saying thank you in their own way. Wow. Um, and then she's mentioning someone she loved dearly. She said she loved well. <laughs> I almost want to say it was her first husband or first boyfriend or something like that. Okay, that's uh, of course that's you know that that would be that would make sense. Um, twenty eight or something about her. Somebody that she was with when she was twenty eight. Let Did me ask. Was with somebody for twenty eight years. I'm was sure. it and so the crossing over was that part, was that an easy thing to do or was that difficult or? I rejoiced. Ah, very good. I lived well. Very well. Very good. It, people get involved with this idea of celebrity, you know, or talking about celebrity. She's it, like, there's no hierarchy up here. Okay. <laughs> that, I mean, that really, you know, of course, we've heard it before, but it's great for you to say it. There's no hierarchy on the other side. So in order for us to talk to someone, I literally was watching her in this movie the other day and thinking, Gosh, she had such a varied career. She was so unusual. I, she sang the actual songs and they took her voice out for Marnie Nixon, but then they left in a couple of songs so that you could hear that she could really, anyway. So just as a talented person, in terms of your journey, do you feel you fulfilled everything that you set out to fulfill? No. Looking outside of it, I accomplished a lot, but while I was in it, there was never enough time to advocate for people who couldn't speak, animals that couldn't, that for 
people and animals that couldn't advocate for themselves. I see. And when I saw you in Chicago at the Art Institute, I think you might have been, I don't know, in your 80s or 70s, but still literally glowing. Um, what was that about? Was that just your inner light? I was so thrilled that I could still be there, that I was there. And it brought back so many wonderful, wonderful memories. And so from this perspective that you have now, uh, have, you been, have you chatted with a number of people or is this uh, process new? No, not like this. And so how did you hear but about it? Projected, our... oh, this is something. Go ahead, please. I project, oh, this is so sweet. I'm... I projected warmth. I can project warmth mm. when people are in need and animals. Um, I can project kindness so people can be more kind. I can project love. There's, there's never enough love. You're speaking in present tense. Are you still doing that? That's what I'm doing. I did it there and it carried over. I'm and doing so, that now. So she's, and so like, for instance, people project, you know, spirits project their thoughts like she's doing with me, but she's also giving me the feelings. And so she's saying, I project warmth. Like she showed me, you know, animals that were, that's why I got choked up, you know, abused. Like she would project warmth to them so they didn't feel alone from the and, other side. And may I ask you, how do you do that? How, do you, how does one project that conscious? The same way you do it here. In opening your heart? Opening your heart and your mind and knowing that you can. We've heard, go ahead. I've, I've, you know, it makes sense. I just have never heard it before. <laughs> Neither you know, have I. Thousands, Neither thousands of readings. I mean, they project their feelings and emotions when I talk to, you know, their loved ones. So it makes sense that you would do that from the other side. But I've never heard it from an individual. Like I've heard it from my dad, give them love, or like he makes me feel that feeling. So yeah, that, of course it, it, I just, it's crazy that I haven't, you can do that while you're here. You can project that. Let me ask you, Audrey, have you thought about coming back or are you planning to or? <laughs> I'm so over it, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Well, people hold ask the question. Hold on, hold on one second. Right, please go ahead. By the you way, have... can you hear the background? Somebody's using a saw in the background. In my apartment or your mic? Mine. No, we can't hear it at all. Okay. Because it's, okay. It's so, right. hold on one second. She said, I never really wanted to, but I feel like I should because we need to save our planet. Speaking of Earth Day, of course she's coming through for Earth Day. I see. And 
but you it never thought you were saying you, you haven't thought about coming back or incarnating again uh, other than to sell, help save the planet. Is that right? Yeah, she helped, she helped save things that were on the planet. Now she needs to help the planet, she says. So if somebody out there wanted to connect with you and, and has, feels about you the way Jennifer does, what would be a method to do so? What do you recommend? Channel your inner Audrey. Um, what is it that you would want to change or save or help? I see. So channeling the, the notion of healing or accessing, opening your heart to compassion, empathy. Yes. That's what you're saying. That's more important than like a photograph of somebody and trying to say, you know, what's up? Or, you know, right. What did you mean by this? Um, it's a frequency. So when you match that frequency, thank you. Like she was saying, when you match that frequency, it's easier to feel the energy. Just like if you're, I just saw your son playing the piano and how your mother would come in, right? Because it's the same frequency. When you're trying to match whatever was here, it's over there, and draw that in, you have to match the frequency. Very good, almost like tuning, the way, you know, there's, Two different, two different instruments and you want to put them in tune with each other. Um, Audrey, I want to stay, keep you here as long as I possibly can. However, Luana, close friend of yours, an old friend of yours passed away recently. And I just wanted to know if he wanted to, I'll say his name is Monty. I just want to know if he wanted- She told me I was never going to get it. Okay, Monty. <laughs> Monty, and uh, he just, checked off the planet and I just wanted to know if is he ready to talk to us or does he want to talk to us completely up to him and you he thinks this is hilarious <laughs> <laughs> well how about you Monty who was there to greet you when you crossed over it was not my animal kingdom like Audrey <laughs> I feel like it was his mother I think it was okay very good I think her name is Gertrude Gertrude. And, his and, and uh, Monty, there's a number of friends that we've had in our class and talked to uh, that are friends of yours. And if you want to show any of them, that would be great. Just put images of people in Jennifer's mind and I will identify who they are. Okay. Well, he put Jack Nicholson and I know he's still here. Very good. Jack Nicholson was one of his cl close friends. And the reason they're connected is Monty directed him in two films. Okay, and then the other one was the guy that, hey, he has the Italian, he's the Italian, the mobster. You know who I'm talking about. The one no. that house on an island or owned an island. Oh my goodness gracious. Oh, an actor, an actor that's Italian that owned a house on an island. I don't know who that okay. is, Monty, but that's okay. Not Johnny Depp. No, no, not Monty. It's his friend. You're it's asking his friend. friends. Yeah, he's yeah. over there in our class, and he's the mobster. He's like the big-time mobster. Al Capone. Who was Al Capone? That was, but not Al Capone. Who played Al Capone? Oh, my goodness. This is horrible. That's okay. That's all right. But listen, I, because we haven't interviewed Al, and I, we might have interviewed the actor, but he doesn't we come have. to mind. 
It's we okay. Have. That's all right. We got, and there's somebody else. So you said Jack, there's somebody else that's in our class. Fred. Fred, very good. But Fred's not in our class, but Fred is somebody who we both know. Fred Roos is his name. Is that correct, Monty? Okay. What do you want to tell Fred? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. It's, okay. quite, it's quite the ride going to the other side. Very good. And uh, I, you, you directed second unit on a movie for uh, Roger Corman that starred, the movie was called The Last Woman on Earth. Nobody watching this will know who I'm talking about except Monty Hellman. So Monty, put in Jennifer's mind, don't judge it, put in Jennifer's mind who starred in the movie, The Last Woman on Earth. I just got the, okay, I'm not gonna judge it. The one that was killed by Manson's people. Somebody, no, no, somebody over here, somebody over here that you and I know okay. starred in that movie. Okay, then they're showing me a name or something associated to that name. Okay, well, I tried to be dramatic. That person starred in this movie under a pseudonym. But Jennifer knows this person. I know this person. We talk to this person often. We talk to this person often here on this planet. So you're correct. talking about Robert Town. That's correct. Okay. So I that's, was, what, that's so funny. Okay. So Robert starred in that film, but under an assumed name. Nobody knows that Edward Wayne in the movie, The Last Woman on Earth, was Robert Town. I just wanted to get that out of Monty. Because I also was shown, you know, when we were talking about Audrey and how you were in the convertible with Hira. I kept showing, I was being shown Hira over and over, but that's funny. All right. So, Monty, I want to ask you about a girlfriend of yours that Jennifer doesn't know anything about. Her name is Lori. He just rolled his eyes, but go ahead. I want to, well, you know why I want to ask about Lori. Lori checked off the planet. Okay. Hold on. Have you seen her? <laughs> Hold on. She was waiting for him. Very good. She was waiting for him, and she's, it's almost like, so interesting. Because he's showing me like 16 candles. You know how Jake was outside of his Porsche waiting? The only difference is it was her waiting for him to catch a and, ride. And what was that like for you to see her? Because that's, she passed away a long time ago. Wonderful. So all the questions, all the hesitations of how she passed or the confusion about it I'm getting okay. disappeared instantly. Very good. So Jennifer knows nothing about Lori, doesn't know who she was associated with. Uh, can we talk to Lori briefly? I don't want to take your time away from you, Monty, but can you bring Lori forward? Yeah. Lori, thank you. I know this is impromptu. Luana, you may know Luana. I don't know if you do, um, but you certainly know Monty. Yeah. Uh, I just want to ask you a couple of simple questions. You checked off the planet early. Who was there to greet you when you crossed over? I felt like she was in a lot of pain. Correct. A lot of pain. And so it's almost like when she checked out, she still was here. Like she still, because it was... It felt abrupt to me, the way she passed. That's correct. And so, um, and that's, it. so how I was shown, like as if it was a suicide. It or, was. Okay. Because that's why 
I was told like all the questions about her passing just disappeared when he saw her. Like he had the Very biggest good. smile and the biggest love. And so, I'm sorry, what was your question? Uh, just uh, Laurie, you were uh, involved with somebody that Luana knew, uh, a singer. And you, uh, I guess you were, it was like a tragic event. He had left you or gone away or went off to make a movie or something, a singer, but. Okay. Is it the person that we talked about earlier? Nope. It's somebody that Luana would know, but maybe she doesn't okay. want to say. No, I'm getting the picture of hairspray. Like the <laughs> Very good. Yes, that, that, that would be accurate and appropriate. Uh, Art Garfunkel. If you okay. remember back in the 60s, he had a big head of hair. Big head of big hair. Big head of hair. Okay. Very good. That's so funny. And Luana knew Art. I've met Art. We've, uh, we've talked about Luana. And apparently, Lori. With fondness. With fondness. And, and Lori uh, was having a relationship with him. And that's. She died in his apartment. So I just want, if you have anything, Lori, anything to say to Art? Don't leave the planet early, but to Art, hold on. It wasn't his fault or it wasn't anybody's fault. It wasn't anybody's fault. And what was it like for you, Lori, to wait for Monty to see oh, him? It's like this, she says, it goes by so fast. So fast, because so time fast. is compressed or there is no time, but it feels like right. there's no time. Well, what I was shown actually about time, if there's a way to describe it, you know how layers, if you take kale, if you take um, kale strips or whatever, you know, layers and layers and you just have yeah. those or pasta, we'll say pasta or whatever. But something, soup. Trans, something translucent, like the flaky crust. I can't even lift my arm. Anyway, that's how time looks to me. It's all compressed. All compressed down. That's, yes. so people are just diving in and out of it, you know, like so when you asked the question she showed that to me um it was just like all of a sudden she could feel him coming over here and she needed to be there that's beautiful monty back to you sir i know this is your uh your microphone do you have message you have a messenger fred don't hurry to come over what about for jack he's just showed me like a roller coaster ride hold on what about for your friend jack Always present tense, present tense only. See you soon, buddy. Okay, very good. And our friend Robert, the actor that you edited or shot some footage. I think you might have edited that film. Oh, a message for Robert. He has a lot of life still left in him. That's always good to hear. I'm not friends with Quentin, but you did uh, executive produce his one of his first films, Reservoir Dogs and were instrumental in his career. Do you have anything you want to say to Quentin? It almost feels like he's saying, keep, like, keep biting off more than you could chew. That's beautiful. Beautiful. Speaking of biting off more than you can chew. That's so interesting. I've never even heard that. I'm surprised he hasn't jumped forward in front of our camera here, but Harry Dean. Yes. Was a very I good. So I did get Harry Dean in my head when I said Fred as well. Okay, so, very good. So, I, Harry Dean, you're, yeah. you have the floor, sir. What, were you there to greet Monty? Like it's about, he swore, it's about effing <laughs> time. Very good. I quote <laughs> you a lot, sir. I do quote you a lot, Harry Dean. People should believe in the possibility of an afterlife so they won't waste right. their time arguing about it like I did. <laughs> Monty, it was a lot easier for Monty to transition. But, ah, so he, like he was shown a car. 
you know, with, with, um, what's her name? Sorry. Um, like the Monterey pop car, you mean like when they went up to yeah. Monterey? Yeah. That's, with Luana and. That was his soft landing was seeing her. Yes. And so I see. And so see Lori, seeing Lori Bird is her name. Lori Bird. People can look that up. Lori Bird, young actress, uh, did a couple of movies with Monty. Uh, died too soon. But I, I just wanted to point that out. Your loved ones are never gone. They've never left the stage. They're off stage. They haven't left the theater. And we can talk to them and we can access them. And Harry Dean, what, so Monty, what was it like for you to see all these people and to see them, however you see them? I don't know if you see them young or old. What's the experience like? <laughs> the guys are young. The girls are more elegant. <laughs> Very good. So, you know, the guys, it's confusing when you see somebody with a full head of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so how about the idea that you and Audrey Hepburn are sharing a stage together? That's kind of unusual. It's his honor, he says. And Audrey, I'm going to go back to you because... Even more beautiful as light. She's even more beautiful as light. That's a really beautiful thing to say. And Audrey, I, we've never, I don't, I can't remember Jennifer and I having somebody just show up willy nilly. And I know I was thinking about you and I was thinking about, about, you know, your That's work. So, that is so cool though, because, and I have the chills so bad with her. It is so awesome that they, they always set us up no matter what. We always think that we get people, but they're always doing the work, you know, days before. Well, I, you know, and I, like, I, you know, uh, TCM had My Fair Lady on, and I'm watching a film and going, I don't remember this. And I'm thinking, I must, I know all the songs. And my mom used to play all the songs. But now here I am watching the actual story, and I realize it really was like a monumental piece of work. Your mother, she reminds me a lot of your mom. She has the same energy. Oh, interesting. Well, you know, Audrey had a profound, profound effect on cinema let's put it that way she always played elegant roles and as a person she always had a certain amount of elegance that i think she brought to everything so certainly we're honored to have her stop by but i hope you don't mind i just love asking questions that you know we can ask people what would you like to tell people on the flip side monty or or uh, audrey or Lori. or Lori. <laughs> Your buddy Bill says it's not fair. Everybody gets more time than he does. Go ahead, Bill. You're, you're always welcome. Come on. He's like, he goes, I'm not going past Audrey. There's no way. <laughs> he goes, even I know better than that. Hold She's on. a tough act to follow. Hold on. I'm giddy. I haven't been this giddy. Oh, since Bill said. It's Bill. <laughs> that Bill Paxson, for those tuning in, like, what? What the heck? Bill, you're always welcome, as you know. Tell everyone to stop thinking that they can't make a difference because that is so untrue. Like every, she's even showing me like every little, every single thing of plastic that you waste or whatever, like every little gesture adds up. So you might think, oh, it's just this one time that you're gonna throw it away instead of recycle it. But that just all adds up, continuously adds up. Every little, so like if you think of little gestures to help our planet, 
every, if everyone did just one day where they didn't use plastic or they didn't, you know, that there was, or they planted a tree, it would make a world of a difference. And so, and it's Earth Day. That was another, so we are allowed to say, she showed me, I'm like, wow. She goes, it's Earth Day. Of course I'm gonna say this, you know? Um, which also, and then she showed me, which also helps, of course, the fields and what our animals play in and, you know, um, the toxins get less. And she said, you shouldn't waste another second not loving yourself because when you love yourself, it carries forward to loving your environment, to loving your place, to loving the planet. But it has to come from within first. You, you, had, a, you, you had a unique relationship with animals and Jennifer and I have heard the comment that animals are more aware of how incarnation works than humans are. Have you found that to be the case, Audrey? I did when I was on the planet. Apparently, Jim Cameron, Billy Paxton's friend, just, just put out a movie about whales where he speaks about them as completely, you know, like humans. They're no different than humans because the, the documentary apparently gets into their lives and their families, how they behave, how they mourn, grief, all those human characteristics that we have that we can't see because we're not looking towards right. animals. So on Earth Day, what a wonderful uh, thing for you to come forward, Audrey. How much time do I have with you, Jennifer? Um, I have just a couple of minutes left. Just a couple of minutes. All right, so Monty, any last words you wanna say? <laughs> Thanks for inviting me on from the flip side. Okay, on our flip side channel. Lori, anything you would like to say? And he says, I like it over here. Okay. I'm, in, I'm in good company, he says. I'm in good company. Beautiful. And Lori. Okay. Oh. She showed me giving flowers to somebody. I'm like, well, wait a second. It's Earth Day. In my, in my own mind, I'm already judging it. And she's like, no. Give something or do something kind to someone because you never know what they're going through that day. That could change their life. <laughs> I know. It's why we do this podcast. So thank you, Lori, for reminding us. I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Very good. Well, another dramatic afternoon, hacking the after side, I'll be happing the flip side, <laughs> the afterlife, wherever we are. Jennifer, we love you. Thank you for your talent. We appreciate it. And we'll catch you next week.